Hey, cheers. Happy Friday. If you're listening and you're wondering, what did he cheers? I have a nice cup of coffee from Cosmonaut. Shout out to Cosmonaut yeah. and the Disreputable Podcast. Uh, my name is Brandon, and I'm here with Dean. We yeah. are in episode two, man. And um, Episode two of season three. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's fun. Uh, well, I love being with you. Yeah, thank you, man. We're talking about change today. Yeah. So uh, the last year has been nothing but one big disruption. Right. Let me pose the question to you today uh, about change. How do you, as a young leader, process change? What's What's the key? Maybe there's more than one key to managing change in 2021? Yeah, good question. Um, Man, there's a couple things. I always think in sports analogies, right? I played sports as a kid. Maybe not as well as other people played sports, but I played sports. And so I always kind of bring those concepts that you learn in the locker room or practice to then on the field and you practice for scenarios you remember i don't you know you played sports sure. you know you understand you know you have these drills that you would do two minute yeah. drills hey yeah. well there's three seconds on the clock yeah. what, what are you going to do red zone drills in football yeah totally yeah. so i think you practice for different scenarios and and then there are certain scenarios that you you have no idea that were even going to show up and they did right. i think one of the greatest, young or old, I'm 37. There's Generation Zs. What's the what's the what's the what's the framework? It's millennials, and then it's it yeah. baby boomers before it's like baby boomers, yeah. millennials, it, Generation then, X. Okay, X. Generation Z. So we got all sorts of people yeah. listening, right? And everybody may have a different answer based upon the gear they were born and the things that they had to go through and i think ultimately at the end of the day the greatest skill set of any leader that's charged through change is ones that have learned to be adaptable mm. and innovative hand in hand mm-hmm. being able to Back to sports analogy. Being able to call an audible based upon alignment that you see, uh-huh. but yet not feeling so uh, controlled by that audible that you have to right. that you have to almost do it like a robot. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So twenty twenty showed up, right? Right. And based upon your season of life and my season of life and other people's seasons of life, it affected everyone differently but there's one thing that we all had to do we had to adapt we had to adapt we had to you were forced to businesses had to um families had to Mm -hmm. personally people had to adapt and i think the ones that thrived the most of course i'm open to feedback but this is my personal perception the Uh ones that thrived the most were the ones that could adapt and not lose values. Hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think I do. 
You mean they were able to they were able to keep doing what mattered most to them. They just had to do it in a different way. They had to do it in a different way. So in our world, right? Oh, this is a disreputable podcast. So we could talk about what we want to talk about, right? In our world, we have values based upon church. Uh-huh. We pride ourselves as being equal, if not more important, than the hospital. Right. This past weekend, it snowed here in Tacoma, Washington, two or three weeks ago. And we were open no matter what. That's our value. Yeah. In 2020. Because we feel like we're a hospital. We're a hospital. So, so that's what I mean by staying adaptable and innovative with within the yeah. framework of your values. Yeah. Because I think what happens is some people start being innovative and adaptable and they lose their values. Because they feel the need to to fall in alignment with what what other people are doing and really that's not their value it's just what other people are doing does that make sense Mm -hmm. so i don't know i mean i think so i I, when i when i just think through i mean there's totally a ton of different little rabbit holes that i could go down in that analogy but i just feel like i want to be adaptable yeah i want to be comfortable calling audibles Mm -hmm. i want to be innovative right but I want to make sure that those things that I'm doing are based upon the values that I have created in my life and my family and my church that that this is why we're making these decisions. Yeah, I like that. Does that make sense? Yeah, I like it. I think uh, nobody loves change initially. One, one medical professional said to me years ago, every change is initially perceived as a loss. Hmm. Every loss will be grieved. Yeah. And uh, then once you get past the grieving, like nobody wants to shut down for a year or change your whole, forget shutdown, let's say we adapt and change your whole system for a year. Nobody wants to do that. And we grieve not being able to live a normal life. But nevertheless, after we're done grieving, we, we, we start creating. What is even normal? Right. What is normal? Right. You know what I mean? Uh, not to cut you off, I'm just saying, like, the, you've heard the new norm. Or yeah. what is normal to you is not necessarily normal to right. me, and it's definitely not normal to my kids. This is normal for them. That's true. So in some ways, normal for Truly, who's eight, mm-hmm. who is masked up every single mm-hmm. place she walks into, that is not normal for me. Mm-hmm. But that is no, that has become the new norm for her. It, because one year is a bigger piece of her life than it is of yours. Yeah, good. Right. Yeah. And because she's, uh, she has less experience. For somebody who's lived through World War II, huh, another crisis. Huh? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, good point. <laughs> Just somebody who's been through a bunch. Yeah. I think one thing about change is that... Uh, You'll end up creative or conforming based on which voices you listen to. So Hmm. in the last year, if you're a conformist, you take an outside voice and go, okay, this is what I'm doing because they say so. Whoever they is. Yeah. And uh, I think a lot of people who end up conforming to whatever the instruction happens to be end up very unhappy mm-hmm. because they don't, they're not living with any real conviction. Conviction. 
What a yeah. good word. Conviction. It's something you believe. Yeah. But people who listen to an internal voice right. of values, you said the word values, yeah. or convictions, yeah. or, um, or, or willing to challenge uh, the, the official narrative. Right. Uh, I think, although they end up disreputable in some circles or... Or, or, or might be seen as rebellious in other circles. I think they're happier. Yeah. Something about conformity that is very depressing. Yeah. Because nobody really wants to roll over and die. Right. You know, and I'm not talking about COVID or whatever. There's, you know, we could go down a lot of rabbit trails, as you said. But, sure. I mean, we really just have to, we have to say, what what do I know and what do I believe in and what am I willing to sacrifice for and how do I want to live my life? Right. Because conformity is no way to live. Mm -hmm. It's a desperate state, conformity. Yeah. And you think about the business owners and the, the leaders of families and leaders of organizations profit nonprofit like that are going to be listening to this podcast uh -huh. all sorts of different types of people that have had to figure out a way a new way yeah. a new way a way to lead but some haven't brandon that's what that's what discourages me is that instant conformity doesn't create new ideas if 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 i say to you shut down immediately and you just lock the doors and go home Nothing, nothing new is created. Right. But if if the instruction is shut down immediately, mm -hmm. I, again, I'm using a COVID yeah. metaphor. Yeah, but and and the response is: Is there another way I can stay open? Well, you can, if it's outside, you can stay open. If they're in their cars, they can stay open. Right. Uh, we can do it over the internet. We can right. not, now. I'm creative, right? Because right. I because I ask just one question. Yeah. If your response to an order is a question, you you might you might find yourself in a more creative space. Right. But so many of us, we just um, what you. I guess maybe I'll even challenge your initial premise because you said when. When uh, everyone was forced to adapt, not really, because what you would say is everyone was forced to conform. Only a few adapted. Yeah, good. All right. You know what I'm getting at? I'm open for correction here on the disreputable <laughs> podcast. Thank well, uh, no, 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 no. That's great. By by my definition, yeah, great. Doing what you're told is not is not a adaptation. Yeah, it's just conformity. So where's the line? I know I'm like I'm not asking you questions like you 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 know you you have all the answers here. I'm just saying like at what point do you because we've all had to we, I conform every time I walk into that grocery store, bro. Could you put the mask on and all that? And other people wouldn't see that as conforming at all. Some people would see that as what? Well, as I don't know responsibility safety? or safety or and I, and I don't disagree with that. Right? Sure. Well, I want to be safe and uh, but. But also, um, I think that uh, just because you can't do everything you want to do doesn't mean that you're adapting. It just means that you're dying. Mm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like uh, if a man gets a divorce, I'm going to I'm going to create a 
create okay. a picture for you. Yeah, is good. Maybe it'll be weak. But if he sits down with his ex-wife and she says, you have a temper, you're inconsiderate to me. Right. You, you, you don't talk to me very nicely, and, and I'm out. Sure. And all of a sudden he goes from sharing a house with a, a beautiful woman and, uh, and sharing a life with a beautiful woman, having a future with a beautiful woman, uh, to being alone. Hmm. And, but he's the same person. He doesn't go to counseling. Mm -hmm. He doesn't get help. Mm -hmm. He doesn't try to change. He doesn't go to anger management class. Mm -hmm. He's not adapting. Right, right. And he's alone now. Right. His circumstances are different. Yeah. But adaptation is where he would say, hold on a second. She's right. Sure. I don't want to. I may not get back with her. Yeah. But by God, I'm not going to be an angry Right. Poor husband. Yeah. I'm going to go to anger management classes. I'm going to get in shape. I'm going to learn how to talk to people. I'm mm -hmm. going to try to understand women. Mm -hmm. I'm going to start listening to podcasts. I'm going to read books about marriage. And right. maybe she'll come back or maybe God has something different for me. But that yeah. is adaptation. Yeah. That is creativity. For sure. Trying to create a different man who would be a better husband to her. Or a better husband to somebody else. Right. What's the old saying that says, if hard, hard times don't... Oh, what's the saying? Basically what it's saying is hard times reveal you. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, you can always tell who a true person is yeah. by by the hard times that right. they end up having to they go through. They don't change you, it just reveals who you really are. Yeah, you know? And... Uh, yeah, I mean, I've seen that in my own personal life, you know, and I think other people can relate to as well to say, like, back to what you said just a few minutes ago, like, change is hard. Yeah, nobody likes it. And I remember I remember growing up in my parents' house, clearly, and they would go away on retreats, whatever, you know. Getaways. Getaways, you know, retreats, what I'm talking about. We knew what they were doing. And... <laughs> Love you, mom. And um, and w every time they would leave, I would rearrange the furniture. Oh, funny! Like I just thought the TV should be in a different spot and the couch should be in. <laughs> and, and it never fails. Every That's single funny. time, they'd come back, and it was like, "How's Brandon gonna?" Re because, like, I I liked the idea of change, uh. but okay, but 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 they did not like change. All right. Because I was in the one that was in control of the change that, right. that was happening. happening. You know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. So in like some ways, there was like some level of creativity and innovation happening. But I was the one controlling it all as they were the one coming into it going, right. what is this kid doing? You know? Yeah. So I think some of it are in, in this world are things that we can't control. Change. And yeah. some of it are things that are completely out of our control. Yeah. And right. most of the time... The things that we don't like are the things that we can't I, I, that's totally true. put our hands around, right? Sometimes when people come, to make your point, yeah. uh, sometimes people will come to us after they've gone through a career change. Yeah. And, the, and when people have been fired, let go, pink slipped, uh, downsized, there's a bunch of yeah. uh, <laughs> euphemisms for it. Right. But they'll be, you know, hey, I, I got let go today, and all, I'm crying in tears, and what am I going to do? And my first question is, did you like the job? Mm. No, no, I didn't like the job. I wanted to quit anyway. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> this is good. I know where you're yep. You know what I'm saying? I know. What you didn't like is that they were in is that they were in control. Yeah. And they said no they said goodbye before you said goodbye. I had this situation I was talking to this gal about this this guy who uh, d- kind of broke up with her. Yeah. And heartbreak and counseling and all of that and like, oh, I thought you were gonna. I thought you were gonna break up with him. I was. He did it first. But <laughs> that's sob. If, if you know. If you break up, <laughs> yeah. There's no counseling. Right. But yeah. if if somebody breaks up with you, it's devastation. Why? Yeah. Rejection and you know all of that stuff. All we're of funny it. people. Humans yeah. are, are yeah. interesting. Yeah. It's hard to navigate though, you know, because life, it, life is evolving. What's the Maybe I got this from you a few years ago. We were we were just talking about every seven years. Uh-huh. Every Your body se- recreates itself every seven years. Yeah. So I mean, you're we're evolving as human beings. We're evolving. Yeah, I hope so. Our world, our excuse me, our relationships are evolving. Some people come, some people go. the The woman I married ten years ago is a different woman than I'm married to today. Right. Because she's matured, she's older, she's had kids, uh-huh. she's uh-huh. evolved, right? So hopefully if, you're evolving too. Absolutely. So if everything around us, plants are Changing growing for the better, for the better, the, the, then who's to think that the world? Why? Why do we get so uptight when, when the things around us evolve? Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does make sense. It's it, a funny response. It's but just we want. We want something that's not possible. We want, we want to remain the same, and really, we want to be God. Yeah. We we want to control the knobs, right? The levers right. to decide what changes. We right. want improvement, but we don't want change. Right. What? Yeah. It's yeah. a paradox. Right. <laughs> we want something to. Mm-hmm. But there is no. The only word I, you've heard me say this before. The only word in English that means to always change for the better and never for the worse is the word repent. Mm. Because repentance means, by definition, to cut out all of the negative stuff and leave the good. Mm-hmm. Right? To yeah. leave the good behaviors, but get rid of the bad behaviors. To leave the good memories. Change. But apologize and change for the better. Yeah. I know this isn't a, a, a Jesus podcast necessarily, a religious podcast, but there was something, something that you said to me a couple months ago, and I haven't forgot it, that there's a difference in repentance and confession. We were dialoguing yeah. about that. Yeah, because people, and you kind Based of upon perception. Yeah. Yeah, people will talk about all sorts of things right. or s- confess. Right. Repentance is not necessarily you can you can repent without confessing. Right. And you can confess without repenting. Right. right. Confession is just when, you know, torn a neighbor here part of our crew. Yeah. And I say to them, "Hey, yeah, I I, I lost my temper with Ann yesterday." Right. And, you know, I really I I blew it. That's a confession. Yeah. It didn't change the way I reacted to Anne. I still, in fact, Anne's not even in the conversation. So good. People are funny. Yeah. It's uh, better, and a lot of religious people, Jesus people particularly, they talk a lot about confess your sins one to another. Mm -hmm. A very misunderstood verse. Mm. 
uh, really, you, 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 have to conf- you have to confess this way mm-hmm. and repent this way and then find other people that are safe this way. Yeah, good. Uh, to, to help hold you accountable. To help. But to, to do a mass post on, on, uh, on Instagram that, hey, I got drunk last night, that, that doesn't make me a different person. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I think all of it, ultimately, the reason why I felt, I thought we should just even say that today is because ultimately, at the end of the day, this helps human beings change. We want, yeah, we want to change for the better. Right. And, and uh, you know, understanding, the, you know, those processes, I think, help us become better people, help us evolve, I so. help us grow. I hope so. Here, I, have a, I have an idea, Brandon. Yeah. And my idea is that if people really knew they could change, they wouldn't have to medicate so much. Yeah. I mean, how much of the depression medicine that everybody's imbibing right. uh, is necessary? Because you really, you really can't change. So you've got to learn how to live with the pain. Right. And so you need to medicate because I'm bummed because I made all these choices. Man, if you can repent and, and be a new person, you know, wh- why are you living with it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like yeah. you're not the same dude you were at 21. Right. Absolutely. So why medicate yourself to live with regret? It is what it is. Right. And you're not the same dude. Yeah. You changed. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, you yeah. used to be inconsistent. Now you're consistent. Right. You used to be self-destructive consistently, mm-hmm. and now you're only occasionally self-destructive. Mm-hmm. You're you're making progress, right? Yeah, and and then when you say disreputable too, you know, taking it back to the even, why would you guys even be talking about change, uh, confession, forgiveness? This all this like, how does it all kind of come together? Because ultimately, at the end of the day. There's going to come a point where you you have to decide, you make a decision that causes some type of change that someone will disagree with at some level. And then and yeah. then and then at that moment you then have to decide like I'm I'm going to have to stay committed and I'm going to have to work through these decisions. I'm going to have to grow. I'm going to have to to continue to kind of work, plow through it, work through it. We've all had, we've all had to do that. And it's challenged our way of thinking. I just was even thinking about even when, when, you know, I know we're going to talk on some touchy subjects, but this is the disreputable podcast. So in some ways, this is what's the purpose of even this podcast is saying, Hey, when, when we were asked to shut down, we felt like as a church, we felt like that wasn't, the, the appropriate decision that needed to be made by government. Mm-hmm. And well, at least we started asking questions back to my premise, right? That it was like, just shut down and don't ask any questions. Uh, well, I mean, the creative part in us innovative yeah. said, uh, really, is there no other option? Well, right. you can do it this way. Oh, okay. Right. So we'll, so do, we'll, it, do, it we'll do it in our cars. And then the I'll amount do it from the roof and the amount of people, Based upon that one decision of innovation yeah. and creativity, Pete, that cast stones, man. Man, yeah, crazy, but, crazy. But that was conviction, our value, yeah. where we started. It's a value for us, and I, I don't think we were trying to impose it on other people. Right. If some people want to just go totally, uh, you know, uh, 
cyber. Right. But <laughs> okay. But we had a conviction about gathering. But even again, gathering in a parking lot while you're in your car. Totally. To us, felt like an improvement. And what I feel like I'm I'm trying to get at is is that one decision uh-huh. that we made as a team. Right. Maybe empowered other people. We hope so. I mean, based upon our conviction. So I just wonder how many other people out mm-hmm. there, when change appears, yeah, that if you would be honest with yourself and make decisions based yeah. upon ask the right questions, yeah, based upon convictions, that your influence could actually begin so. to create movement in so. other people. I think so. Every time you do something creative, it's going to empower some and enrage others. Right. And which voice you listen to will determine whether or not you're going to be creative the second time. Right. Right. Because if you're just listening to the people that are enraged, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you just never do anything creative. Right. Just like a little dog who's been kicked too many times. Right. But if you if you have an ear for the people that are empowered, when you live out your convictions, you're empowering somebody. And listen to that voice and be encouraged by that voice, and it'll encourage you to keep making change that's helpful. Yeah. So I think what I would say to to the people listening or even to the people watching today, and feel free to add in, is just, hey, I, I, I think there are people out there that they haven't even observed what their convictions even are yet. Or where I started at the beginning yeah. of saying, your values. What are the values of your family, the values of yourself, the values of your company, the values of the things that you're in charge of, the things what? that you lead? You have to you have to spend a little time. Yeah, you have to think about it. What you would die for. What, what bothers you. What do you want to fight for? Right. These are all clues to what your values ought, ought to be. And I think and ultimately at the end, this is what helps people lead through change or you could even take the word change out and just say hard times yeah right that's right just i think so. difficult seasons I think so and i hope people share this i know we're on spotify and apple and what other platform youtube youtube yeah so i hope people share this with somebody they know that are going through hard times yeah we all can think of somebody for, for sure. sure make sure you uh subscribe like you said like share and uh make sure you keep tuning in every friday we're going to we're going to talk about subjects and like i said in uh, episode 1 if there's subjects that you'd like for us to talk about do that as well and uh, we'll try to answer those questions maybe we'll start out episode 3 with some questions let's do it i love that all right man they could do that they can ask questions through what through youtube or yeah, through they, instagram absolutely or? they can comment um, and go to instagram and and you can do that there or hit us up personally you probably yeah, yeah. can find us at dean curry at brandon Pierrot. We love you so much. Thanks so much for watching. Episode 2, we're out.